hi everybody it's michelle here hey uh i just had an experience so uh there is one book that i have been reading for many 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 years uh, maybe you know it it's called as a man thinketh the title or excuse me the author is james allen now it's a teeny tiny book uh, honestly, if you, you sat down, you could probably read it from cover to cover in under an hour. Uh, however, it's one of those things that if you really sit with it and you think about it and you study it, uh, you could spend years on it. I literally have spent years. I've gone through at least three different copies, um, tons of underline and highlights and notes and, and different aha moments, right? Because you can read it and then you can come back, you know, months later and you see something different. Uh, I love this little teeny tiny book. Uh, you can get it for really cheap too on uh, Amazon. So just look up James Allen, As a Man Thinketh. I think you may even be able to get a version out there that is free. So just check it out. One thing that I've done over the years, um, I actually went through with a friend of mine and we studied every single word, every single sentence, every paragraph, every section. Uh, we have notebooks filled with all kinds of notes. And so, you know, you might have, I don't know, I think it's somewhere between seven to 8,000 words. So it's, it's really, you know, compact. So you might have uh, 50 pages in the book. However, our notes probably are five different, so 500 pages of notes. So when I say it's significant, it is. So it ranks right up there with uh, Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich, uh, Wallace D. Waddle's The Science of Getting Rich, uh, Maxwell Maltz, uh, Psycho-Cybernetics, right? So all of these books that I kind of have been sharing with you and saying, hey, check this out, check this out, right? So if you haven't been able to check any of those out that I've suggested, this is one that everybody can read and find something in it. If you're looking for a graduation present, I would highly recommend this one. Uh, because again, it's very simple. It's very easy to read. Uh, however, it can change your life. So of course, there's a ton that I could share with you today. But as I was reading again this morning, there was one thing that really caught my attention. And he was talking about um, calmness of mind is a jewel of wisdom. Calmness of mind is a jewel of wisdom. And so I just started thinking about that and how, you know what, the people that I know that have a calm mind, so they don't, they don't get worked up about stuff, you know, there maybe circumstances and situations find them and it's not the most pleasant or it's not exactly what they wanted, but you know, their first reaction is to say, you know what, I get it. This is what we're doing or, okay, what can I do? Right. So they don't get all worked up and chaotic and crazy about it. Those people that I really look up to, they're the most wise people I've ever met. And coincidentally, you know, the, the people in my life who, you know, again, we talk about awareness on these calls, right? That just have a, a little bit lower of awareness, um, or you might call it maturity level, whatever you'd like. Uh, you know, I think about my kids. Man, I don't, I don't look to my kids to be wise. Do you? 
Now, don't get me wrong. There are times when they will say things that I'm like, ooh, that is, that is good, right? However, in general, I'm not looking to my 9, my 12, and my 14-year-old as wise people. Because there's evidence that they don't have calmness in their mind, right? I mean, my nine-year-old this, this afternoon, where it's today is, is Memorial Day. So here in the United States, for those of you who are listening outside of the country, um, this is a day that is set aside where we honor uh, fallen soldiers, okay? So many people look at it a little bit differently as, yay, I get a day off of work. Let's have a barbecue. It's the beginning of summer. Uh, however, today really is supposed to be that day set aside where we remember fallen soldiers. So uh, we are going, we were going to a parade later this afternoon and she was getting ready for the day and she couldn't find her pair of shorts, right? Maybe you've been there, right? You just, you just have a piece of, of clothing that you're like, yes, I want to be comfortable in those, right? And she started kind of freaking out in what we, we term having a moment, and so as she's there having a moment, I'm realizing there is no calmness of mind here, right? Well, some people think that calmness of mind is uh, the cause, right? But it's really the effect. See, when you have wisdom in your life, when you understand that you are the maker of your own destiny, when you truly understand that, you know that it does not matter what circumstance or situation comes your way. You can make it work for you. So that calmness of mind comes from taking moments to step aside and to think about what can I do? And so I, I immediately started to try to coach my nine-year-old and say, all right, you know, where do you think they could be? We eventually found that they're in the, in the dryer. They're too wet. She can't wear them. Okay. Well, what else could we do? Right. And so I'm, I'm modeling for her in the midst of her storm. This is the thinking that you can have, you can choose to have so that eventually you may not get exactly what you wanted, but you get a really close second. And it just makes me think about my own self too. You know, there are many times when I don't get exactly what I want, right? But the calmness of mind that comes to me after I say, what can I do is really what I'm on the lookout for. And what about you? You know, when, when was the last time something happened that maybe, you know, wasn't, it wasn't what you wanted, right? Maybe you had a, a rough conversation with somebody, um, you know, maybe you had an issue with your, your home or your, your car, right? Whatever that was, do you think you could have had more of a calm mind if you said, Hmm, I wonder what I can do. So this is something I'd really like you to practice over the next several days, especially because you are the maker of your own destiny. James Allen talks about this so much in this little teeny tiny book. He talks about how, you know, many people will look at your outside circumstances and situations and kind of have this victim mentality, right? This person made me say or do this or feel this way, right? As my mentor, Paul Martinelli says, if somebody else makes you sad, mad, or glad, you've been had <laughs> because you get to choose how you're going to feel. 
See, you are the creator of everything that's happening in your life. Now, if you're doing really well, I'm sure you're saying, woohoo, yeah, that's right. And if maybe you're stuck somewhere, that's a little hard to hear. I know it is for me. Because the last time I heard my mentor say that, I was like, I was, let's just face it, I was a little ticked because I wasn't too happy about some things going on in my life. And then I realized, yes, I got to back up a little bit and I got to work on myself. Right? So when I'm, when I'm having a difficult conversation with another person, I can only control me. Right? When maybe my finances aren't exactly what I would like to, it to be, I got to step back and say, okay, what do I need to know? Right? So you are the maker of your own destiny. Begin by practicing this very simple step of just asking, what can I do? I hope this is helpful. I hope this gives you a little bit to chew on today and wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I hope that you are taking some time for yourself and for the people that you love the most. So with that, I release you into the wild, go forth and prosper, and we will see you next time. All right. Bye-bye.